fucking lame-ass, bald-headed-ass, do-rag-wearing motherfucker. I'll fuck you up. What's good, y'all? It's Carlos, a.k.a. Cynthia Ravage, a.k.a. Carl Gems, a.k.a. Air Carlos 97. Welcome to episode four of the KC Cast, a podcast about the culture. With me, it's my co-host. What up, y'all? It's Crippy, and I'm here with my guy, Carlos, and my dog, Leo, who's always here in my apartment. Hey, man, shouts out to Leo. This is not an apartment. This is a studio, by the way. Roof. <laughs> Oh, that was that was him. That was Leo with the ad lib. What's been going on, man? Working. I've been working a lot. I worked like forty six hours last week. Got that OT. That OT. That OT got, Genesis. Last week I talked about having sunburn on my hands, and this week I have blisters on my hands from the sunburn, just because I keep caking on more sun. So tonight and Saturday and Sunday, I'm gonna rest my hands. That looks pretty fucked up. Yeah, not I mean, it's lie. not that bad, but it definitely, I need less sun. Well, it's starting it was to like deal. 88 degrees out today, dude. It's hotter than hell. Yeah, I know. It's some shit, man. Uh, I don't. I have felt a... like I was in Australia. <laughs> I don't have a fucking, I don't have a funny story for it today, honestly. Uh, nothing really happened, you know. Just your regular, regular ass Friday, man. <laughs> what about when you got punched by that hobo? I didn't get punched by a hobo. That's a fake yeah. story. That's what about fake. when you were at the store? Oh. You had that urge. When I was at the store? No, man, we don't talk about that. That's, that's a story for a different podcast, you know? No, 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 no. I think the culture wants to hear this. That's thing. also part of the new segment. But this is going to lead into the new segment. Well, <laughs> this only is, this is only funny if you ever heard the Shit My Pants podcast. <laughs> They're going to hear it now. When I was at the store and I had this urge to shit my what pants. What stores you at? What do you mean what stores? Walmart? I don't fucking nah, know. No, you were at Walmart, bro. You were at the Giant Eagle. The Giant Eagle <laughs> on Sydney? No, hold up. I actually did. I do have a story. I did go to Walmart today and I bought a fucking, a big ass thing of uh, Arizona tea. And like, I fucking hate Walmart. It's so fucking disgusting in there. They have no fucking employees. It's so big. There's fucking inbreds everywhere. (laughs) Everyone's a fucking weirdo there. And I was like, it's early. Like, it was like lunchtime. It wasn't even like late at night or anything or like super early in the morning. It was like some regular time. Some weird ass people everywhere. And I was like, I fucking hate this store. Like, (laughs) I can't be in here. Yeah, Walmart's a fucked up place, dude. I only go in there if I have to. Yeah, I'm about to start going to Giant Eagle. Hey man, yo, shouts out Giant Eagle. I've hey man, shouts out to Giant there. Eagle. Yeah, that's a good store. Hey, by the way, we're not sponsored by Walmart or Giant Eagle. Yeah, we don't sponsor them, so. So yeah, well, I mean, listen, this week this, it was pretty slow. Nothing really. I don't think anything major happened until like today, uh, when we first learned about this uh, 
Spotify? mean, this week we got uh, new Gambino. We got, I mean, today we got the new Cardi album. We got uh, some new Wale. And we've got a couple, um, couple different topics within music, um, like streaming services like Apple Music and Spotify. Right. Um, basically, Spotify has started this thing where they're removing all music from artists who are being, who, I mean, who aren't yet convicted, but who have been charged with um, certain crimes such as rape or murder, such as like <clears throat> Tay K, uh, Kodak Black's music's been released. It was the the big the big one was R Kelly and then oh, XX, that's right, R. Kelly. XXX Tentacion, uh, which have both been accused at least of uh, some sort of sexual abuse. R Kelly, I mean, you know about the whole uh, pros not prostitution, but like that cult. He was basically running uh, with these girls, and R Kelly's a fucking weirdo. So, I mean, he pissed on somebody in a club. So, right. So, um. Yo, shouts out Vince Staples. Hey, yo, shouts out to Spotify for removing the, the music. I really don't give a fuck, to be honest. I mean, fuck Spotify. That's a shit service. If they want to take it out, I mean, whatever. Who give, like, I mean, you know, somebody's got to do something, I guess. I don't, like, this is a never-ending argument of... Fuck R. Kelly, though. Hold on. Well, obviously, He's but... Trash. I'm saying, like, it's a never-ending argument of, like, separating the artist and the art. You may not like... Uh, a lot of the things that R. Kelly does. I mean, I don't, and I don't like his music because of that. I didn't really like his music, like, regardless, so... But I know a lot of people do, and a lot of people are uh, R. Kelly apologists. And Tentacion. when you hear the stories about him and, like, the accusations and, like, the shit that, like, his, like, ex-girlfriend has, has said about him, it's 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 pretty fucking crazy, so... It's bizarre. It's kind of hard to separate artists and the art. But I mean, X makes some good music, and I really hope the shit that's been said ain't true. But he's still in the process of all the legal trouble, so I mean, only time will tell with this guy. Uh, and and with we're supposed to be getting another album from him pretty soon too. With uh, with things like this, when they remove, uh, like it's they they said it's not a form of censorship because they Spotify has the right to promote whatever music it chooses. Um, is what they're saying. Now, it's like a, I guess it's like a huge corporation being influenced by like, uh, you know, smaller social movements that, uh, and uh, how like I said, I mean I really don't care about R. Kelly and removing his music. Like I really could give a fuck less about him. Um, some of this like, but it's the thing is like you gotta, you gotta think think of it this way. You either do everyone or you do nobody. Like you gotta go down the list. And remove the music from every single person that's ever been accused of some sort of like uh, domestic Which would violence. Be a lot of rappers, and not even not not even rap, like also like uh, people in rock and like even like one of the like members of like the Backstreet Boys, and so it's like, I mean, like it's like where does it stop? So yeah, so that's what's going on with Spotify, and uh, obviously our our Kelly's uh, team came back. Uh, Spotify, you know, with these complaints, uh, saying that R. Kelly is not a bad person and his music is about love and desire, and 
it's a long list of people and uh, like I said it's either one or all of them okay so next we've got this would be the Saturday after we recorded podcast episode 3 we had Gambino release This Is America with the video which I mean nobody was expecting that it just came out of nowhere this song is really interesting it's it's pretty unique because it has a lot of ad-libs from like uh, Migos, 21 Savage, Slim Jimmy's in there. Is that right? Apparently. That's yeah, what I've heard. There's a lot of different rappers doing ad-libs for him, which is, I mean, that's kind of awesome. And I don't really know what this song, I mean, it's obviously just pointing out like America and what we're kind of portraying right now. But in the video, he just goes on like this rampage and like crazy dances and shooting people there's a part where he shoots up a black um like a choir. choir full of black members which is pretty much what happened i don't remember what state that was in but there was a shooter that walked into a church and just shot it up with an ar which is pretty much what gambino did in uh, the music video and a lot of people have been comparing this video to like some the jim crow era there's like a picture where um, I don't. It's not Jim Crow himself, but there's like a figure who's like all bent and curvy with a gun, and like pointing it out. And there's a scene where Gambino does like. I mean, he tries to imitate that same pose when he shoots some guy in the very beginning of the video in the back of the head. So I don't. I don't know exactly what the video's trying to get at. I haven't looked into it too much, but for the most part, I think it's just really trying to hint at racism and all the shootings going on. Well, this is actually uh, my probably my favorite music video slash song combo of the year. I really, 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 really like the video. I have watched it a few, maybe a dozen times, to be honest. I really like it. I, I love the symbolism in it, and I love the way it's filmed. The significance of it is up to whoever is watching it and what it makes them feel. Because the song is not lyrical by any means, but... Um, you could look at it a different ways. You could look at it as a uh, satire. Like he's basically making fun of like how non-lyrical music is nowadays. Or you can look at it as uh, um, the focus is not on the song, but uh, more of what's happening behind the song. Like as you know, all these dances are happening in between, like really like violent and like acts. Um, it's like, you know, it's like looking at all the violence that's going on uh, in the world and then just kind of being, like, focused on, like, the newest uh, dance fad or, like, you know what all these new artists are saying. It's like, I guess all these violence, uh, all these violent acts get, like, shut down because of, uh, we don't give, it, give them as much importance because, like I said, we're looking at the dancing, you know? Um, like I said... The video is up to interpretation, and um, it's. I never looked at it that way. It's, he does do the block boy shoot dance in there. It's pretty funny. Right, and like I said, uh, if someone that may not be thinking about it as much sees that, and someone like me that just overanalyzes shit, like can see something completely different. The uh, very interesting thing is that the the guy that's playing the guitar at the beginning of the video is actually uh, Trayvon Martin's dad. And uh, he, uh, obviously Gambino shoots him in the video. 
apparently killing him. Uh, he reappears uh, at the end of the video again. This time with his head covered. So like I said, a lot of, a lot of symbolism in this video. Um, Gambino hasn't never came out and said this is exactly what I'm trying to say with this. Um, from the little I've read, uh, he was trying to make something like the "This Is the World" song, which had like Bono and Michael Jackson, uh, other people in it too. It was just like a song about peace and everything. This is like the the rap 2018 version of this, <laughs> a little bit with uh, minimal lyrics, but lots of uh, ad lib features on it, like you said, uh, Block Boy, Slim Jimmy, Twenty One Savage. Uh, you can hear Quavo going blow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, like I said, I really, really loved uh, the video on the song uh, together. It shot really cool too. Right, and, uh, and they're like in a big warehouse, and like I don't know, the camera angle is really cool. It's like following them around. That had to be planned out like perfectly because you only have so much space in there to clean up the scenes in time, and like the way the angles go, you have to like set the scenes up as you're cleaning one up. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be really hard to pull off. I'm sure that took a lot of practice. Well, Gambino has done this um, before. Um, like a one-shot video. Uh, I think the song uh, Freaks and Geeks is very early yeah. Childish Gambino. I also like a one-shot uh, video. And I think 3005 might be the exact same thing too. It's no, in... that's not one-shot because that's him. It keeps going back to like putting himself more into that diner is that that's the no no, no that's that's uh sober um no. th- 3005 is the one where he's in the ferris wheel with a he's sitting there with a bear oh uh, is sober the one where he's in the diner mm-hmm and that's yeah that's maybe that. the ferris wheel one was the one shot i don't know i haven't seen that in a year or so so like i said gamino is no um you know i mean he, I th- he definitely knows what he's doing. He's a very talented guy. And uh, he's trying to spread a certain message. He's trying to put something out there that uh, means something for sure. Shouts out Atlanta. That show's so dope. I need more seasons. Yeah. Atlanta's a really cool show. It is. It's I'm all caught up. Super surreal. Uh, it's, it's crazy. It like gives you an inside to the rap world. I mean, I know it's not 100% accurate, but like... It's pretty cool how he's making like a video or not a video a show kind of about himself. Yeah, I love the juxtaposition of like, uh, especially in the first. Uh, maybe I think this might be from the second season actually, where uh, he figure finds out about the girls on YouTube that do the um, indie covers of rap songs. Oh yeah. Yeah, and like that's a <laughs> that's a real ass thing, and it's I don't know, it's just. Like I'm, it's a world that I don't know much of, but like seeing it there, and the way uh, it's put, and also uh, Lakeith uh, Stanfield, uh, he plays Darius in it. He's he's awesome. He's uh, one of one of my new favorite actors. Like, oh, there's an alligator in there. Yeah, that dude's fucking hilarious. What he's in? Um, he's in Get Out. Yeah, he's in Get Out. Yeah, he's the one guy that's uh, trapped in the body and. Yeah. Um, Daniel Kaluuya's character sees him and he's like, I mean, you alright? And he just smiles at him. And so. Yeah, some sketchy shit. Other music we got this uh, this Friday, today, today, Friday, 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 Friday. It's uh, Playboy Cardi's Die Lit, some yep. surprise album. 
Before we get into this, how do you feel about this? Like, uh, well, you have different types of promotion nowadays. You either have like none of it, uh, or you do something oh, like, like what, like the just sudden releases. Yeah, like surprise albums. Uh, like I've you have like a J Cole lot because we've had that a lot recently. Yeah, and like like so you have like a J Cole that announced it like a week before. Um, but then you have like people that like actually put out a single and they say that the album's coming. They tell you when. I like artists who put out singles and then release an album, and they don't have that single on the album. Yeah, like I uh, hate when I get an album and it's like six singles. It's like a twelve album or twelve song album, and like six of the singles that were released months before on that album. So I'm like, there's really not much, much more in here. But I mean, yeah, we have artists like Kanye, who announced the release he announced like five different album releases like months ahead of time and then we have people like cardi just dropping albums out of blue i mean j cole gave us like a one week advance i don't even know if it was a whole week it was probably four days actually three he's days pretty smart for releasing that on 420 though right um well uh play by cardi's dilid uh i just want to say this album has no business having 19 songs and I just realized that it's 58 minutes. It did not feel like 58 minutes. It felt like two hours of... I listened to the whole thing this morning. I mean, <sighs> I like it. The only problem is I I have is... I feel like every song is the same. Like, I feel like it's not an album. I feel like it could just be one long-ass song. I think it's fucking terrible, man. I mean, it's it all sounds the same. It's just... There's like, I mean, there's not even lyrics on Apple Music because like he doesn't say anything really. It's just like all ad libs. Right, and like, uh, if you if you go back to Playboy Cardi's Playboy Cardi, his other album, his first album, I think debut album, that's sh- like, that is pretty much, it's not by any means like some sort of fucking killer Mike super lyr- lyrical rap album, but it's it's very good. Probably one of my I favorite mean, it's projects. Got lyrics. I thought that was kind of ad libby. Yeah, but, but this is just like you could like use this album to make like four different more albums with the ad libs in it. It's I don't know. Yeah, I mean I like it. It's good sound. It's good energy. But I mean there's there's like not many lyrics at all. Well, I wrote down on my notes a couple highlights. We I like the shooter featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi actually has a verse in it. And I actually like, I like Lil Uzi in, in that song. And then uh, I also wrote that uh, "Poke It Out." It's uh, it actually it was trending on Twitter for a little bit there, uh, with Nicki Minaj again, another song that actually has a real verse in it. Yeah, I like Nicki's verse in it. Like I like the R.I.P. song. I mean, it's it's like an is that the intro? It's right after the intro. Okay, yeah. It's like the second song. Yeah, I, I like that song. I like the Love Hurts one with Travis Scott. They're really not songs. They're just... I mean, it's just some good energy. I was listening to it when I got home today. When I was taking a shower, I was rocking out, drinking a beer in my shower. Shower beer? Shower beers are the best beers. Well, somehow he managed to not get a real verse out of, like, a Bryson Tiller. Yeah, I know. I was... I don't I don't really know what I was expecting because Bryson Tiller and Playboy Cardi have two completely different types of deliveries, but I don't I don't know how I feel about that song. I didn't I'm not too big on the Tiller feature in it. No, and like just because like 
Tiller's a lyricist. I mean, he makes like, I wouldn't say love songs, but he makes more like emotional songs. And this whole album is nothing about that. I'm not sure what. I like. I said, 19 songs seems like way too many. I think he kind of got the the Bryson Tiller feature just to kind of get more of an audience. You could definitely chop up this album. Probably take out like 10 songs out of it. Oh yeah. Easy. Well, that's enough Cardi hate for today. Maybe I've said, n- we've said more words than that whole album has on it. Listen, Playboy, Playboy Cardi, hey man, do better. <laughs> yeah, if you ever hear this sh- fucking shit. Well, you know who did better? Fucking Ski Mask, the motherfucking slump god, uh, with uh, Beware the Beware the Book of Eli. Uh, he's been uh, talking about this for a while now. I'm not sure if this actually came out like today or if it just it was put up on Apple Music today. But it's there now, and I listen to it. See, there's people who do like surprise releases, and then they'll announce it, and they'll promote it, and have other people promote it. And then people like Ski Mask who do a surprise release, and they don't. I mean, I didn't hear about it, and I like Ski Mask, and I follow him on Twitter and stuff, but. I never saw any sort of promotion for this album. So, I mean, you, the only reason I found out is because you told me. Well, every now and then there's like a new newer rapper or a rapper that I don't know about that I listen to and I really, really like. And Ski Mask is one of them. And he, like, I think he's like he's incredible. Um, he's got crazy, a cra- like crazy flow and uh, crazy lyrics, you know, and uh, like impressive delivery for a guy that you... You may think that he's just like just an art SoundCloud guy, but he he definitely stands out uh, with all the you know the South Florida guys uh, just kind of doing their own thing. Ski Mask, he's unique and he, I think he's good and I think he's uh, he's gonna go far. Yeah, I like Ski Mask too. I haven't listened to too much of him, but I mean he's got a few hit songs. Well, I also I I'd say I listened to the EP at work. It was kind of short, but. I mean, there's some good stuff on there. I mean, the, you had the coolest monkey in the jungle. That was kind of just poking fun at H&M. Does when I first heard that, I was like, "There's no way." But then again, it's ski mask, and that's exactly the type of shit he'd do. Right. Uh, based on the H&M thing, where they had a, bl- a black uh, kid uh, modeling a shirt with the worst coolest monkey in the jungle. It's really not funny, but looking back on it, it was such a huge deal and I don't people fucking just know. blew that shit out of proportion it was never meant to be like that H&M is like the biggest brand for being all about equality and openness and accepting and all this I mean like the only way they would feel sorry is feeling sorry for the public for interpreting it in that way like I can see how you would but at the same time like no one no one meant that like that's completely out of the way well that's such a fucking pr nightmare that someone should have seen it and been like we probably shouldn't put that out i mean it's fucked up that you can't put that out because like you're just saying like you stand out pretty much right it's just i don't fucking know man it's just so like it is what it is i don't know like it it just <laughs> it didn't I look good i shop h&m sometimes if they have some cool jackets, that's where I get my jackets from. Uh, well, another, I also had Geeking, which I also liked, Dapper Dan. 
both of my some of my favorite songs in that Beware of Book of um, Book of Eli. If you like Ski Mask, you should listen to it. I think it's very good. Uh, one of the easiest listens uh, that I had today. Uh, obviously, I had to stop that fucking Playboy Cardi shit. Uh, almost, almost to the end. Uh, but I had to stop it. I just couldn't take more of that fucking whatever this shit was. Uh, well, they also put out like a little four song EP. Nothing that stood out except for a salary cap. Uh, spelled K-A-E-P as in Colin Kaepernick. You like that song, don't you? Yeah, I think that song is crazy. I mean, it's kind of uh, hinting at like all the race issues going on based on the intro. But that song has... I mean, that, that song will bring Wale back, I think. He kind of disappeared for a minute, but I think he'll kind of make a return with that song. The lyrics in it are just crazy. I mean, Wale's an MC for sure, and he's a top-tier rapper, but, I mean, he just disappeared on us. But I think I think that song's definitely going to bring him back. Like, it's on the Apple Music playlist right now, and I don't know, I'd like to see more from Wale. I haven't listened to the other three songs on the EP, but, I mean, that one came on just because I was listening to the playlist at work today, and I was like, damn, Wale went in. Wale, uh... He, I guess he, he was supposed to be a lot bigger than he is. And I don't know if he's ever, like, picking himself back up. And I like Wale. I really like Wale. But uh, the last good shit that I remember from him is uh, the album about nothing, which I really liked. But that's that's already, like, four years ago, maybe. Yeah. About to get Joe Budden on him. Joe Budden. Yeah, well, what Fuck happened? You, I, what was going on this? with that? You fucking lame-ass, bald-headed-ass, do-rag-wearing motherfucker. I'll fuck you up. What happened between him and Wale? Fuck Joe Budden. I don't know, he's just he's hating on Wale. Wale was never there, I don't think. He was just talking about between academics and Yachty, saying that Wale fell off and he'll never come back, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. Button is and a they fucking were pretty old kid. Predicting his, what was the album after the album about nothing? The one he just put out like last year. I don't know something about a moon. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And they were predicting the sales of that before the release. And Joe Bun was basically saying he's not going to do anything just because like the album about nothing was expected to do a bunch and it didn't. Yeah, that album sold like shit. Uh, no, the one after the album about nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was right, but still, fuck Joe Budden, he's a hater. Yeah, Joe Budden is That'll a fucking intro. hating ass. Fuck Joe Budden. <laughs> like a bald dude still wearing do-rags. <laughs> uh, also, uh, fucking T fucking motherfucking Grizzly release activated. It's it's okay, it's not bad or anything. T Grizzly, I mean, he can rap. And uh, he shouts out Lil Yachty an unusual amount of times. Every every three songs, he'll be like, shouts out Lil Boat. I haven't listened to it. I just think all T Grizzly's music sounds the same, so it's kind of hard for me to listen to. Well, if T Grizzly and Mick Mill got into a yelling match, that'd be some shit. Yeah, I mean, if they made a song together, that's what it would be. That'd be the loudest <laughs> song of yeah, my 20, fucking 2018. Handle it. I'd have to get some upgraded speakers for all that. 
Blow my speakers. Yeah, I can't really speak on the Tigra as a project. I haven't listened to it, but I'll probably have to now that you said he shouts out Lil Yachty a bunch. <laughs> I gotta hear it for myself. All right, so, so Grizzly, you're gonna get another listen just because because uh, your little Yachty shouts out. I got a he's got a couple songs with him and like they're not bad. Wait, little Yachty's got some songs on there. Yeah, uh, two vaults and there's another one. There's like two with him. Bobo. But like he shouts him out in songs that he's not in. <laughs> I want to probably record this in the studio one day. The whole album. I wanted to uh, talk about uh, something from last week. We talked, we mentioned Blockboy JB's uh, Simi, and actually, I I had I hadn't gotten to it at the time, Shoot. but now I did, and I Blockboy JB, he's one of those guys that I didn't know I was gonna like, but I actually really like this um, whatever it is album or mixtape, and uh, the only problem that I had is that some like he's good, but he's only good in like small doses, and. Yeah. Um, I really like the song uh, that features uh, Lil Pump. I think Lil Pump stepped up his bar game in that. Yeah, because J. Cole got on him. He caught him, caught, copped himself a mansion, too. Oh, yeah. He woke up one day and just decided to buy a house after his KOD release. Yeah, I guess. That 1985 song was really touching his soul. Yeah. I could tell he was hurt by that video he put out. He's like, oh, you really dissing a 17-year-old? <laughs> I still wore braces. He wasn't even hating on him, dude. That wasn't a diss song. Like, it one of J Cole's shows, they started screaming "fuck low pump" and "fuck six nine. He's like, "Nah, don't say that." Like J Cole said, "Don't, don't uh, hate on them." Well, yeah, because it was like a little lecture. Yeah. Listen, little man. Let me talk with you. All right, motherfucker. I'm not a huge J. Cole activist, but I definitely see where he's coming from. It's like Bow Wow. Uh, there's another thing Don't that happened. end up like Bow Wow. <laughs> there's another thing that happened on Apple Music. Uh, they put out these new playlists. Uh, they're called The New. There's uh, The New Atlanta, New York, L.A., Toronto, Chicago, uh, the Bay Area, as well as the South. And all these playlists basically have rap artists from these areas. And uh, it has uh, a lot of, you know, the more, more popular rappers. But also some underground shit. Uh, like the one that I can remember at, uh, right now in the South has uh, Kid Trunks. And Kid Trunks is like not really well known or anything. But he's on there. So Apple Music highlighting uh, some underground shit. And kind of, if you're looking, whatever you're looking for, you know, like... Uh, if you're feeling like listening to all the fucking Florida guys, uh, you can go on the South playlist. If you're really feeling... Uh, I especially like the Toronto one because it's got a lot of artists that I don't know. And uh, those Toronto guys, they're making some they are making some moves, man. And uh, I think the LA and the Bay playlists are all kind of the same. Uh, because they're, I mean, so I close to each other. playlist at all. You gotta find these, man. Um, they're called the new, and like I said, they 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 got them by areas. They're really really cool, and uh, like I said, uh, each of them highlighting the area south and Atlanta about the same, the Bay Area and L.A. about the same, 
But it, you can definitely see a trend in the sound. It's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, I like Apple Music a lot. It's best ten dollars a month I've ever spent. Well, that pretty much sums up this week. Not too much going on. Uh, thankfully, we got some stuff to talk about, or else uh, we'd be bare, bare moist. <laughs> bare moist, like that sponge cake, that <laughs> lemon sponge cake. Well, thank you for listening to another episode. Don't forget to follow us on the fucking social media. I got some Twitter and some Instagram, aircarlos97. I got a Snapchat, that's carlosjmz. Kyle, you got some sort of social media? Yeah, I got a Twitter that's M minor, And there we got that Instagram that's Kyle the Minor, And Snapchat. <laughs> We're just not even going to say that. This gets fucked Snapchat. Um, everything's in the description. I'd be greatly appreciated if you left us a review on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can even leave a comment if you want, telling us what you want us to improve on or change or work on or whatnot. Pretty much anything's appreciated. Yeah, that's not too too bad of a podcast there. No, that was pretty fucking good podcast, man. Pretty bare moist. <laughs> Some bare moist cake. I think bare moist is good. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means, honestly. I hope <laughs> it's nothing bad. I gotta go over to Europe and get my slang up. Yeah, some shit, man. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for sticking through a whole other episode with us, and have a blessed Friday. I like that intro. Not really, that, that sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs>